So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What is going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As you know this, I'm your host Javier Lozano Jr. And today's podcast episode we'll be talking about is the power of cold emails. Now, we've all done that before. Sorry, I need to take a drink of water. I apologize. We've all sent uh, cold emails and Quite frankly, we all get a lot of cold emails. I get a crap ton of cold emails and a boatload of them are like, they're junk. They're not very good, they're not well thought out. Um, But I'm a humongous fan of cold email when done correctly. Especially if you know how to write the emails the right way, structure the emails the right way, um, capture attention to your audience the right way. If you know who you're writing to, and write to them the right way. So there's a lot to it, but you know, here's the thing. Cold emails is is a part of business building. It is a part that should be, you should implement this into your business. Now we'll tell you this right now though. Do not let your sales team, whether it's BDRs or SDRs or, or AEs or whomever, do not let your sales team write the emails. I'm gonna repeat that again. Do not let your sales team write the emails, all right, because they're probably not very good at writing emails. They're probably really good at selling over the phone, hence why they're in that role. And so what I'm trying to get to here is, is that I'm not saying, now if you are a salesperson and you write your emails, that's fine. You know, I'm not gonna tell you to not do it, but I don't think it's the, the, the best time, use of your time. You should hire someone to do that. And if you're like, well, why would I hire someone to do that if I can write the email? It's not the same, guys. It's just like this, it's, it's like, would would your team would your company hire an outside salesperson to do sales and you're like no because i'm a salesperson exactly so that's what we're trying to avoid like you should hire someone that is an expert in what they do so there's an expert in cold email writing then hire someone to do that like i do that i write cold emails i write nurture emails i write you know sales emails like that's what i do and sometimes I will hire a copywriter to, cert- to write certain types of emails and, and other things. And the reason I do that is because my time is more valuable somewhere else. And they might be able to actually pull something off that looks a lot better than what I've put together. And it's not that I can't write copy. It's that at the end of the day, like I'm really, really brought in for its strategic um, direction and then execution of that strategy. So with that, what I'm getting to is, is that if you're going to be writing cold emails, invest in cold emails the right way. Don't have a salesperson write it. Hire a copywriter that is that is, you know, understands how to do cold emails. And so, you know, cold emails can be an extension of your BDR team. That's what I love about cold emails though, okay? Is that if you are writing cold emails, it's kind of like having a BDR team, a business development rep team um, where they are cold calling and they're cold emailing, and they're cold DMing, and stuff like that. So this is a humongous way of just kind of having an extension of your business, okay? Um, cold emails can also be written like a human, cold emails should be written like a human, okay? And that can be. 
cold emails should be written like a human, like, like how you would normally talk to people. Now, someone wrote me a really stupid cold email and some people get mad whenever I don't respond to emails. Like, I'm like, my time is more valuable than me responding to hundreds of cold emails per week. Okay. Maybe it's not hundreds. Maybe it's like 20 or 30. I don't know, but it's a lot of cold emails. And and if you're like, well, why would I do that if you don't ever respond? It, it depends on how you write the, the subject line. It depends on what you put in the email. And, and I, I open them and some of them piss me off and I'll reply back mad. And then others are pretty crafty and then others not so much. But write like a human. Like this last email that was sent to me, something like, were you eaten by an alligator or are you just swamped? And I'm like, come on, man. Like, that's like a horrible pickup line. Like, that's something like I would that you would probably use at a bar to try to pick up a girl or, or whatever. And, and, and you expect that to work. You know, like, no, don't 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 use those sort of things. Be don't be cute. Don't be clever. Be strategic. Be to the point. You know, and the other part that people write in these in these emails is that they get all technical and shit. You know, they're like, you know, with our, you know, world-class foundational execution style of handling facilities management to the top facility managers in the nation, within your region, like they're using all these humongous words and it makes no sense. Like I can't, like I, I get so many cold emails where people are using all this stuff. I'm like, I have no clue what the hell you're selling me. And so me wanting to reply back is it's like, I don't even know what you're selling. So so tell me, but I don't want you to tell me because it's going to be a horrible email or it's going to be, hey, give me two minutes and I'll tell you what it is over the phone. And we all know that two minutes is not two minutes. Two minutes is like a half hour. Okay, so write it like a human. Be very clear. Hey, this is what we do. This is what it does. This is what you're probably looking for. Or, hey, do you suffer from this? Would you like to have this off your plate? This product does this. Do you have any questions? Like s- simple, like talk to people, like normally, okay? So another thing I would like about cold emails is that cold emails can help generate interest and buzz. And so what happens is, is that when you send a series of cold emails, then people kind of start kind of, they're like, oh, interesting. And those cold emails can be where you're educating them a little bit. Maybe it's not like directly calling them to schedule a time, but the cold emails are is more of like educational, like, hey, this is what we do and this is how it works. And here's a blog post about it. And this is where we were featured. Like you can use it that way. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying like there's different ways on how you can use it to kind of create buzz. And so, or, you know, there's there's another way where you can probably say, hey, we were featured in this certain publication in regards to this and this is what we solve. All right, you can use it that way. And and I see these things being used in cold emails to me. And you're like, well, does it work, Javier? It depends. Like, if I'm looking for something, it might work. It might at least spur some interest. In other situations, it may not work. But the thing is that it's why you have to write your cold emails in a series. You can't just send one cold email and expect everyone to jump on it. And that's the other part that drives me up the wall with these salespeople that are writing the cold emails is they'll write one or two cold emails and like, well, no one's responding. So this is garbage. I'm like, well, it's because your email is garbage. Okay. So where I'm coming from is, is that if you're going to write cold email, actually take the time to write a series like three, four, five, six. Like I'm even one of those people where I will still see more cold emails from the same person. And I want to see how far they're going to take this. And what I'm noticing from people writing cold emails, they stop at two maybe three. 
and that's it. And I'm like, man, you gave up that quickly? I don't wanna do business with you. Even if I was remotely close interested, I don't wanna do business with you. I wanna see what you're gonna do. How far are you gonna take this, this series? Are you gonna take it six emails? Are you gonna take it seven emails? Are you gonna extend this thing for four weeks? Like, how far are you gonna take this thing? And I will literally write it out. And that's what you need to do. You need to have a strategy for this in the long haul where you're basically just, you know, all right, I'm going to write these emails for four weeks and it's going to be two emails per day for the next four weeks or whatever that strategy is. Okay. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind, but you want to write a series or a campaign between three to five emails. All right. And they can go out and, you know, over the next two weeks or whatever that is. And you can extend these emails a lot longer if you want to, like maybe it's once a week. I don't know. But like where I'm getting to is that write it in a campaign or in a series and have them build off of each other. Don't have like one email and be like, hey, did you get my last email? And most of the time, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck email you're talking about. I get so many emails. Like, how am I supposed to respond to that? And so that's what you're trying to avoid. So what you want to do is like, hey, I sent you an email about this last week in regards to this. Were you able to take a look at it? If not, let me tell you really quick what we do or, or let me tell you how we solve your problems or are you going through this issue? Like, do you see what I'm trying to get to? So you need to write the emails, not assuming that everyone is reading and opening your emails, okay? Now, also, I meant this, meant this, mentioned this in one of my other podcast episodes, is you wanna use a third-party um, third emails um, provider to send out your cold emails. So for instance, if you're on HubSpot or on Salesforce or in Keep or some sort of other you know, emailing system, you don't wanna use that because those are gonna be for your leads that are coming in that have all opted in to say, hey, I want to learn about my HVAC company. I want to learn about, you know, not my, but your HVAC company. I want to learn about your IFM company or your facility services company, whatever that is. So those are going to be like people that are coming inbound, all right, or that you're communicating on a daily basis because you have their contact information. For cold email, you want to be using a different server. And the reason that you want to use a different server is that the emails will be sent out um, a lot more efficiently they'll be getting pushed into the inboxes, not so much a spam or hopefully not promotional. Um, and so the service that I used in the past is called Mailshake. And I think Mailshake could be anywhere from like 50 to 100 bucks a month, completely worth it. Think about this. If you're sending cold emails correctly in a series and campaign, and you are getting people that are responding to those emails and you nail or you close a deal, that is probably, I don't know, several thousand, several hundred thousand, spending a hundred bucks on email software, is kind of a drop in a bucket, okay? So kind of keep that in mind, all right? Next thing is you wanna start tracking your clicks and action and emails. And so these emails, That's fine. So, sorry about that. So my, my son wants to go play tennis now, which is totally cool. So, anyways, so you want to try start tracking these emails as far as like you know the the like what people are clicking on and what actions are taken in email. So, in Mailshake, you can actually track clicks and you can track open rates. And so you're going to be looking at your open rates. And typically, open rates for cold email is not going to be very high. If you're in the double digits, consider that a victory. If you're like in the 20s or 30%, consider that like a a monumental win. If you're breaking 50% open rate, consider this as like you're the king of emails, 
okay? So just kind of letting you know that your open rate will probably be very bad, all right? And this is where you're gonna have to test and split test subject lines. And then once you find the open rate that's working for, that's that once you find the, the subject line that's making the open rate go up, then you start testing some other things. Maybe you start testing the copy. And then you also wanna start tracking clicks. Are people opening and then clicking on the link? Are people opening and taking action? Every email that you write in the cold email should only have one call to action, whether that is setting a time in the calendar, whether that is reading a blog post, whether that is going to your website, it should be one call to action and that is it. And these softwares like, like Mailshake will essentially track the information and give you a report and then tell you, you know, like basically say like, you know, this is what it is and you can make that decision of whether to continue doing what you're doing or change the strategy or, or whatever that case is, right? Um, you could also make sure that, you also wanna make sure that replies to email have a response back. So Mailshake, I believe, has a functionality to where if someone replies, there's an auto reply back to that email. But anytime someone replies, you could also, you know, what we would use in Mailshake is like, all right, these are all the people that replied. I'm going to reply back to, you know, reply back to them. You know, not going to use like an auto email reply back, but use it like, you know, like a real human being. All right. So you can do both. But my preference not to do an auto reply back because then, you know, for a fact that it was sent by some sort of third party software. So you want to reply back to all those emails, though, okay, in a timely fashion within 24 hours. Um, delete immediately all contacts that do not want to be um, on, on that list that want to be unsubscribed. All right. So delete them immediately. Take them out of your database, because if you continue to send them emails, what's going to happen is that they're going to flag you as spam. The more spam that you get flagged for, you are going to no longer be able to send any more emails and you've killed your domain. OK, so just a little heads up here. I would really recommend you understanding on how email marketing works and that if you kill your domain, um, for spamming too many, like too much, uh, then all of a sudden you can't use that domain anymore or you can, but everything gets pushed into spam. And so you need to preserve your email really, really well. Okay. So you might want to consider getting a second domain name just to send out emails. And that is it. You might want to consider doing a subdomain for emails, marketing for email, cold marketing. So for instance, if your company is like, um, facilityservices.com, just making that up. So then it would be like email.facilityservices.com. So then the email would come out from like Javier at email.facilityservices.com versus Javier at facilityservices.com. And so by sending it through a subdomain email, you might be able to preserve a little bit that of that um, domain authority from your main root email domain. And so it's kind of a little hack that a lot of uh, smart email people are doing, but I would really recommend researching this a little bit as well too. Don't just go straight into this. Be like, well, Javier told me to do this. Yes, but you also have to like do your own due diligence. Okay. Um, you could also use third-party software that I've used in the past. Um, D7 Lead Finder is what I've you know used to create a list of contacts of who we want to go after. So, for instance, you won't be able to actually say find facility managers for your IFM company. Um, because they won't really be on D7 Lead Finder. But let's say that you sell into HVC companies because you sell, I don't know, um, filters. Let's just assume that. You sell filters and you sell them at a cheaper price than like what they normally would get theirs from. Well, then you can use D7 Lead Finder, find all the HVC companies with the United States, 
scrape the entire US, every city, major city, and use that software to where you have the spreadsheet of all these locations of HVC companies in different cities or in different states. And so this is a great way to kind of handle your um, cold emailing and also cold calling eventually as well too by using that. You could also use a third-party product called Zoom Info. That one is a little bit more expensive, but those are going to be businesses in you know whatever titles you're looking for. I haven't used Zoom Info before, but it's a product that you can definitely use to help basically create your list of contacts of who you want to outreach to, who you want to actually contact. And so I would highly recommend using something like this, like a D7 Lead Finder or Zoom Info to kind of scrape or find a list of contacts to start emailing, to start using your cold emailing strategy. Um, so that's pretty much, let's see, scrub emails. Oh, you also want to possibly scrub your email list as well too, because sometimes those emails aren't very good. And so you may want to like scrub the emails and use a product like a Bright Verify. Um, that's the one product that we use to basically, it's like, 0.005 cents or 0.003 cents to verify if that email is a real email address. And so using these third-party products to scrub an email address is going to allow you to not send emails to bad email addresses where you get a lot of bounce backs. And if you get a lot of bounce backs, then that hurts your server, that hurts your domain as well too, and it's not something that you want to be having. So we use this because we generate two, three, four, 5,000 leads per month. And a lot of the times this garbage is emails. And so we don't want to be killing our domain because we're sending emails to like a bad email address. So we scrub our emails and get them out of our system. And so the last part is just be consistent with your emails. Um, be consistent with your cold emails because it takes time to find a pattern. So what I would recommend is that you don't just start blanketing the entire United States and start doing cold emails start doing sections or regions or say, I'm going to try these 100 emails and see how they do. Don't build, don't send out to everyone. So if you have like a list of 10,000 emails, don't send an email to all 10,000 people. Send an email to a fraction of that. Maybe it's a hundred. I'd rather kill a hundred contacts than all 10,000 on my first email. And that's the quickest way to the bottom. Okay. So send an email to a small list of your entire list. So if you have 10,000, small amount of people and see how it performs. And if it does well, then you're gonna do, you know, expand on that. If it doesn't do well, then you're gonna adjust those emails and make sure they look better. And you're just gonna continue that whole process until you find the right pattern of good subject line, good email content, good cadence, and how many emails you're gonna be sending over the course of several weeks and whatever that is. And once you figure that out, then you start expanding and going to your rest of your list. All right, that was a lot of information about cold emails, but I hope you're able to, to really just get some great value out of this because like I said, like I've done cold emails quite a bit. I enjoy it, it works very well. Um, there are some strategies that you would definitely wanna use and others that, that don't work. And do some research, like literally just type in like how to best, you know, you know, how to best execute cold emails. Just Google it, okay? If you start doing that, you can take the content that I've created you can do some research on your own and come up with the best strategy for yourself. And that's kind of what we'll be doing ourselves at Ratmate as well, too. Um, just something that, you know, we'll be implemented into our strategy. 
But um, you know, last thing is is that for an IFM, for a facility management company, for a you know someone that's probably not a facility management company, but maybe like a commercial HVAC or commercial plumbing, these strategies do work. It just depends on what you're going to do, and you're just going to have to like take the idea and the concept and then shape it for your business. So you can't just expect something to be cookie cutter. Okay, I mean, the best way I can explain this is that you know one of one of my old business colleagues when I worked at CMI Mechanical, what would happen is that sometimes you know, these guys would get on top of the roof and they would change filters and the filters may not be the right size. They may be too big for like one of the units. And so they would just literally cut it, you know, to make it fit and then just slap it in there because it was better than not having anything or having an old filter. And so sometimes you're just going to have to like cut what you're doing, okay, or what you've seen done to make it fit your business or to make it fit your model. And that's just kind of how it works with marketing. Like, you take ideas, you take this concept, you take this, you know, you see what these guys are doing, you see what these guys are doing, like, oh, this is really cool. And then you bring it together to make it fit your business model. And when you do that, what that does is it allows you to have a strategy that fits your business. And so that's kind of what I want to explain to this is that cold emails do work. You just got to figure out what works for you and your business. Okay. Last thing is I've had some people ask me about this. I'm running out of breath, man, talking too fast, talking too much. Um, so some people have been asking me about this, you know, over the past few weeks. Uh, and they're, they're kind of asking, you know, um, if, if I can kind of give them some advice and, and, and tips and, and stuff like that and, and consulting and, and stuff and, and all that stuff. I'm not going to tell you who is asking and others and, and whatnot, but I've made an episode previously about it, and you can go back to that episode if you want something to do with a CMO or a fractional CMO. So if you're interested in getting some consulting or getting some, some help um, with your marketing strategy, this is probably the time to start talking because a little free time has opened up. This does not mean that I, I'm working full-time at Ratmate. I'm extremely busy there, but um, I've got time that's, that's opened up. And if you guys are interested in discussing this more, then I think it's time that we, you know, we explore this and you start thinking about it because I've given you probably 40, 50 episodes, if you're listening to this, you know, by this time of amazing content on how to just improve your marketing for your facility management company. And I think I've established myself as probably like the leader when it comes to marketing in the IFM industry. So with that said, people are asking me questions and quite frankly, I've been kind of putting it off. I've been kind of like, well, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on. I don't have time, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now time is kind of, you know, there. And it's, it's, it's you know, I'm ready to have that conversation. Um, so if you're looking to possibly look at hiring like a fractional CMO to help you execute some of these marketing strategies that I've been teaching and talking about throughout this, um, throughout all my podcast episodes, Maybe it's time to actually sit down and chat. Maybe it's time to sit down and see what you have in mind and maybe discuss a little bit more about what your goals are as an organization. And, you know, like to be quite honest, this is probably the best time to start thinking about this because as everyone else is kind of like trying to save money as the recession is going to start hitting, people that are planning for the future be like, we're good. We need to start planning for, you know, taking over market share this is the time to do it now. Okay, so that's kind of how I look at it. Um, I did this a lot before, you know, 
Uh, I ran a business during a recession. I started the business during a recession and ran it very successfully and then ended up selling it for multi six figures. So I knew what I was doing. Uh, and, you know, with that, um, this is this is kind of one of those things where hiring a fractional CMO that has the strategy on how to execute, not just like what I'm teaching you, but also how, how to map it out to fit your business model and then put the right execution plan behind it and make sure you have the right people to, to do the, the tactical pieces of it and then track all the metrics that are necessary to see if this plan is successful. You need someone that knows how to do that. So I would recommend maybe we chat. And if that's, someone, if that's, that's something you're interested in talking about, your best bet is hit me up on LinkedIn. So just go to linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Send me a message on there and maybe we'll chat and see what happens, all right? Other than that, do three things for me. Review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, share this podcast with somebody else. Send them the link. Send them you know, a DM. Send them a, a text message. Let them know about this podcast because we're trying to get more people to understand that marketing is a very, very important piece of the facility management industry. Like It's not being used nearly enough and marketing needs to be at the table with leadership to start driving strategy, all right? And the last piece is connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay, so have a wonderful day and I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, um, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.